Nice. All right. I know it's saying live, but it just takes another minute. Another minute. Alex and Sophia. Should be Sophia and Alex. Girl should go first. <laughs> but I guess it does sound a little better that way alphabetically. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. And today's guests are nothing short of amazing. Just the fact that they've been vegan since birth is amazing, but the fact that they are in college, when you see how old they are, it's going to blow your mind. Not only are they in college, they've already written two books. It took me 60 years to write two books. It took me 35 years to get through college. And they're doing it even before they're allowed to drive. Please welcome to the show, the science kids, Alex and Sophia. It's so nice to, well, I don't want to say meet you because I did meet you, but to see you again. And I'm so happy you're here. Thank you for coming on the show. Of course. Thank you for inviting us. We really appreciate this opportunity. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I just, okay, you're blowing my mind. You're, so, Sophia, you're 13, Alex, you're 15. You guys yeah. can't legally drive. How the heck can you go to college? Well, I mean, I'm in my first year, and because of all the COVID stuff, you know, we've been quarantined, so it's all been online for me. I haven't actually gone on campus to go to school yet, but Alex, yeah. he's in his third year. I'm in my third year, and, you know, um, it was about, usually I took public transportation to get to campus. So it, it's, been, it's been a really fun experience. Okay, but you do look younger than most people in college. So people <laughs> kind of like look around and say, what's that kid doing in here? Well, actually, uh, uh, thank you for mentioning that because um, we go to Cal, Cal State University of Los Angeles and they have this program called the Early Entrance Program. So students who want to essentially bypass high school get the opportunity to and, and take college classes. So that's good. <laughs> How were you able to finish high school at 10? I mean, I, I remember high school being pretty hard, at least like classes like calculus and, and trigonometry and, and having a math tutor. I mean, 10 years old, how, how do you finish high school at 10? Well, I mean, we were, at, yeah, we were in the Montessori system, which is like a school system for the first few years of our life. And then uh, we, my parents realized that, you know, they went to parent teacher conferences and stuff like that. They realized that it wasn't, it was a few things. It wasn't kind of fitting our needs. Also, uh, we had to travel a lot because they were in conferences, you know, my parents, they speak a lot in conferences. So, you know, we, we, we became homeschooled. So with that, uh, with being homeschooled, we also had the opportunity to travel a lot. And, with them, yeah. yeah, and we gained a lot of, a lot more experiences. Right. So, you know, it'd be like swimming in a hotel while also studying. And, you know, before we knew it, we were just done with the high school curriculum. Yeah, so. it, was, it was a great experience. Yeah. Well, in case people don't know, you, you are the kids of the Shirzai's, the wonderful husband and wife neurologist team. They're plant based. They're awesome. And that's how actually they came to be, because when I had them on the show, you guys were saying have the kids on. And, and I'm like, why? And then like when you told me they <laughs> written two books, I'm like, well, that's pretty extraordinary. <laughs> I mean, you've done more in 13 and 15 years than a lot of people have done with 50, 60, and 70. Oh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. We, we, we really appreciate this opportunity that um, we get to be on this show, um, that we get to talk about the things that we've done with such an influential person in the, in the whole plant-based scene, essentially, so... Well, that, great, yeah. That's very kind. And talk about the things you've done. I mean, you go to college, you write books. Are you guys going to learn to drive? Um, eventually. Um, I know I am at some point coming up. I'm excited to 
for him to like drive me around to places. That's yeah. You guys seem like very good, well-behaved kids too. I mean, I, I mean, I, obviously your parents are extraordinary too, but you know, I, a lot of kids just would, would not come on this old lady show and just be so polite. So thank you. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we're familiar with you. So we would we really not pass like up an opportunity like Yeah. So the science kids, how did that name came up? I, I watched some of your videos and some of them were like, I think one of the first one was five or seven years old and you guys were yeah. really little and adorable and you're adorable now, but they, they were, they were charming. No, it was, a, it was, it was, um, well, when we started off, I believe it was in 2013. Um, I was just drawing something on the whiteboard and mom and dad started filming it. And th that's how it started off. It didn't start off as a science kids. Actually, it started off as, um, what was it called? It was Alex and Sophia's show. That's what it was called. In yeah. fact, if you if you go to our YouTube channel, you can check uh, the, in the URL. It says youtube.com slash Alex and Sophia's show. Um, so, um, but that's how it started off. Yeah, and, it started uh, off as like this project. Yeah, it yeah. was it was just for fun. We just we're just experimenting and talking about science. And then yeah. you saw over the years, it started growing into something bigger and bigger. We started doing experiments, learning about concepts, and we eventually became the science kids. And that's where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you guys kind of remind me of Sheldon and Amy in the Big Bang Theory, <laughs> which is my was my favorite show, by the way. So yeah. I mean that I mean that is a total show. compliment, a total, a total compliment. So what I mean, do you have friends your age? Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, quite a few. Well, obviously we have um, family members, um, cousins, and, and whatnot. But also, uh, if we mentioned the early entrance program at Cal State LA. They have other students who are around our age, so we get to talk to them. So we have we have quite a few friends, I could say. Yeah. I don't so, I, can, I can't speak for Sophie actually. I do. No, I do have friends. Yeah, because of the early entrance program, we get to converse with students our own age. But what's really extraordinary about you guys is I'm guessing you're the only ones that are vegan since birth. And I'm I'm trying to spin this to say that's why you're so smart. <laughs> well, actually, um, you'd be shocked that the there are a lot more vegan students than, than, than you, than you would imagine. And it's, yeah. uh, it's actually really like, like enlightening to see that there's uh, the vegan population is growing quite a bit. Yeah. It's so, becoming yeah. a lot more accepted and like it's people are spreading awareness about this. So I actually have a few plant-based friends, so I'm really glad to see that. That is fantastic. You know, I always wondered, and I think I might have asked your parents this because I've, I've interviewed them a couple of times now because they're both neurologists and they promote brain health. Like, do you guys have to do brain exercises at home just to prevent Alzheimer's? Like, do they have you do puzzles and things like that? Well, we don't, we're not necessarily like to prevent Alzheimer's, but we do brain exercises a lot for fun. Just and, to um, like, you know, just, just, for necessarily... just for engagement purposes, you could say. Yeah, we just try to engage our brain all the time you yeah, know in fact, we always just eat. just this morning we were uh, doing um uh, memorizing card tricks yeah so um he's yeah. really good at that I, I don't know how he does it so fast he memorized like 40 the other day it's crazy wow. but, uh, yeah. you, you guys seem to get along well and and actually like each other a lot of siblings don't <laughs> a little bit <laughs> no, of course. on camera at least <laughs> yeah I, I had a feeling this question would come up live from Colleen it was on my list too so what do you want to be when you grow up because in a lot of ways you're already grown up well okay I'll, I'll you want me to start sure okay yeah, so ahead. um yeah um it's interesting because, well, I'm majoring in computer science, so um, that's kind of the field I want to go into. The part of computer science which I'm most interested in is artificial intelligence, just because of all of the applications. We've seen that the things that 
artificial intelligence has done, like the, the games that they played, like they, they won uh, world championships in chess, but also like the real life applications, like since our parents are doctors, you could imagine the medical applications of artificial intelligence or space travel, discovering new planets, or um, even in the environment, the solutions that artificial intelligence can bring to helping the environment. So that's the field I want to go into at least. Um, yeah. Mainly to help people. Yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what I want to be when I grow up. I mean, I don't think anyone does, even when they're grown up. But, you know, I feel biomedical engineering is an interesting field, um, which is just, I still don't know what that means. <laughs> it's just engineering applied to medical purposes, right? And I'm, uh, I'm majoring in electrical engineering in college, so I can learn more about that field because electrical engineering is somewhat related to biomedical engineering yeah and, and i she, I, she, she loves um um, uh, um she's very interested in prosthetic limbs so yeah yeah prosthetic limbs stuff like prosthetic limbs or on the smaller scale nanotechnology that's super interesting stuff like targeted treatments like for cancer for example you can instead of chemotherapy which just targets every single cell it can target specific cancer cells which is really interesting or diagnosing diseases early it's super interesting and it's extremely helpful and it can also be applied to the brain you yeah. went on a bit of a rant there Sorry. i did yeah. well no it's just it's, i don't know any 13 year olds that have those interests you guys you guys are blowing me away so this is an interesting question from a live viewer how much time do you guys send in on your cell phones i don't not have a, a cell phone yeah well <laughs> for me not a lot yeah. in fact i i i've spent a good amount of time not on my cell phone i do have a laptop which i spend some time on because i'm a computer science major but um, yeah, I, 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 try, I try to stay at least somewhat connected to the real world while, while um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, there are a lot of parents watching saying they wish their kids would open their mind to just being plant-based. I mean, you know, you kind of didn't have a choice. You were raised that way. Did you guys ever rebel about it and say, hey, we want to go to McDonald's? Not really. Yeah. It's actually an interesting story. So um, um, our parents, they agreed to become, um, I, I believe, um yeah so they became vegetarians right before we were born like um a, a year before and then once so once we were born we were fully vegetarian and then i think right around like a couple years after we were born like i think when i was about three four years old right I think we, we became we transitioned to veganism so that transition was um the only difficulty we really had where we were moving dairy and uh, animal products from our diet but there was no rebellion, really. I mean, we understood. Uh, actually, at the time, we didn't necessarily understand why we were doing it. But um, I was too. Yeah. I did not know what was going on. But the transition, our, our mom um, helped us a lot because she's a great chef. Um, I imagine your recipes helped us a lot um, yeah. at the time. But yeah, now that we were growing up, we understand why we did it and the importance of it in our health, in the world, and helping other people. So. Yeah. Do, do either yeah. of you know how to cook or like to cook or, or I, because I, I know your mom is a fantastic cook. You, she has a new, they have a new book coming out. Uh, and I believe it's March and they're going to already booked the show. And I saw an advanced copy and the photos and the recipes look beautiful. Be awesome. Yeah. My mom is a professional plant-based chef. And she hired her as a sous chef. Yes. She hired me. So I've kind of picked up on some stuff. So I feel like I'm kind of a beginner, but you know, I've been trying out stuff on tofu because tofu is a really flexible food, you know? So those I've been- Was tofu, tofu scrambled bean burritos? Something yeah, else. absolutely. I've learned to make stuff like that. I've also learned how to make my own little recipe. It's probably been made before, but you know, I just 
experimented. I've made tofu cubes using, you know, various spices around the house. I've messed up a few times. I, I'll admit it. I went a little heavy on the garlic powder, but um, other than that, I think, I think I'm getting better. I'm progressing at cooking. So. Yeah. And same here, but to a lesser extent, I guess. A lot of people watching, I don't know if you guys can see the comments, talk about how much they love your parents. Uh, uh, Brittany Giroudi's watching and she says such a beautiful family inside and out. I couldn't agree more. Do you think you missed anything though by graduating high school at 10, like prom or <laughs> things like that? Not really, to be honest. I feel like all those options can be found elsewhere, whether it's provided by the early entry program in my college or just, you know, experimenting outside the world or traveling or yeah. yeah yeah i feel like they, they can all be found elsewhere so yeah and it's, i've had some fun um outside of high school and outside activities like um i may not be the best but i play basketball with my friends a lot um <laughs> uh, we do a lot of sports activities um i used to play soccer a lot so yeah i, I don't feel like i'm missing out on a lot yeah, we do Taekwondo. Oh yeah, how can I forget? Yeah, yes. yeah. We do Taekwondo. We travel a lot because my parents go to conferences, of course. Not, we get to not meet now, a lot of people. Yeah, we met you in Portland. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. pretty, I bet you pretty soon you'll be speaking at those conferences. Well, you know, I thought high school was incredibly, incredibly painful, you know, for lots of reasons. So to bypass that, you probably missed a lot of stuff too that's not so great. Who knows? These, uh, Who knows, yeah. So every, just so you know, every guest almost gets this question. What do you guys eat in a day? And what are your favorite dishes? Asks Tracy. Ooh. Okay, let's go. Okay, okay. I can go. Um, Actually, so, wait, can I interrupt you? One thing, before, before you continue, I already mentioned this once, but the tofu, um, tofu scramble bean burritos. That is something that I can eat for That's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. That's so I, before, before we continue, favorite meal. Yes, we'd like to pay a, we'd like to pay tribute towards the tofu scramble bean burrito. But <laughs> um, yes, uh, so as I mentioned before, my mom is a professional cook. So I mean, there's so many different options to what we what we could eat in a day. You know, for breakfast, my mom makes this. Uh, one, this was a pretty recent the discovery. Baked the baked oatmeal with berries. That is so good. It's 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 so it's, it's unexplainably good. Really, yes, especially with cinnamon. It's, yeah, so with cinnamon, it's really good. Uh, for lunch, we could make our own stuff like chickpea sandwiches yeah. or, you know. And a lot of times, food. and I actually think that um, uh, you discussed it with my parents, but a lot of times we make things ahead of time. Like on Sundays, we have like batch, the batch like preparation. So yeah. we'll all just as a family work together to make some meals and prepare it for the remaining week. So sometimes we'll just have things prepared ahead of time. Yeah. And then dinner is when, you know, we all as a family and even our grandma comes help us and, and makes us some uh, really, really like family a party meal. meal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And for, in regards to our favorite foods. Um, I said mine. Yeah, of course. Tofu scramble bean burrito. Mine is a little basic. Uh, she, we recently got a pizza oven for plant-based pizzas and wow. Okay, is yeah. that, that it, her plant-based pizzas are amazing. She makes this whole wheat crust and it's, it's so chewy and like it, the texture is perfect. And then she makes her plant-based cheeses and then she puts a bunch of vegetables on it. It's, it's really amazing. Yeah. I, I really want everyone watching choice. to try it. Right. Well, Cece says, I saw Sophia cook and sing at the Adventist church in Redondo beach. What an amazing young lady. She sang beautifully. So proud to see young adults such as they are. What do you 
attribute your success to? Because most people don't graduate college, uh, high school at 10 and go to college at 13. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a lot of things. I mean, you, you could say we kind of got lucky, but also the help of our parents, um, they, they really guided us through this process quite a bit, um, help us like uh, we're relieving anxiety a lot of the times, um, help us, obviously helping us with our homework too when we need help. But um, giving us a sense of purpose, yeah. I feel like that's that's a, that's a really big thing. They gave us a sense of purpose of helping people, helping underprivileged people, helping animals, helping the environment, just helping in general. I feel like that's kind of a big thing. Yeah. But, so like everything we do is committed to that. Yeah. That's amazing. That just, um, your, your parents must be so proud of you guys. So this is a really good question from Amy. I'm right, soon to be good. a mom. What do you recommend my husband and I do when raising our children to make them inquisitive self-learners like yourself? So what are some of the secrets of parenting that your parents used? Well, I mean, that's a tough question. We can't say exactly. That might be something you have to ask our parents. But one thing that you can, one thing that we do know is that um, if, is that, just give them the tools that they can to, to learn. And it doesn't necessarily matter what, what, what direction they go in. Like for me, it was computer science. For Sophie, it was medicine and engineering and that kind of stuff. Just find, this, find, find the thing that makes you so, that, that you find so interested in that distracts you from the real world. And, 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 you, and once you find that thing, you learn so much about it before you even learn anything about it in school. Passion yeah. is really important. Yeah. yeah. So just find, just give them, just give them the opportunity to look for things, and they'll find it eventually. That's that's the key. Wow. That's great. Here's a wonderful question. Other than your parents, what teacher or mentor has had the biggest effect on your lives? Teacher or mentor? I'd say other than my parents, my grandma had an effect on me. I don't know if she's a teacher. She's a mentor of sorts. My because my grandma's lived with us. Uh, our entire lives, she took care of us when my parents were busy, you know, because they were doctors, they were residents for a while. And, you know, just the care and the love that she showed us was really amazing. Yeah, yeah. She, she's right. Um, um, I think, yeah, our, our grandma is probably the best answer you could have given. <laughs> um, I've had, I had a, a, a teacher in elementary school who helped me um, uh, a lot with math and um, uh, she basically sparked that my, my love for math because math is one of my favorite fields. So I could say her as well. I have a lot of respect for a lot of the professors I've uh, interacted with throughout this semester. So yeah, definitely. Well, maybe we should interview grandma then. Yeah, yeah for sure. I, yeah, she has a lot of wisdom to give. Seriously, because we did that and, with Dr. Oh. Nate Gershfeld. We, we sometimes bring people's grandmas on when, when they're talking about. So if she'd like to come on, maybe she could cook something. Yes, for sure. Yeah, and yeah, I was about to yeah. say, our, our mom didn't just became a, a, a great chef on her own. She got help from her grandma as well. Okay. So yeah, hopefully we'll pass down that cooking skill to us. Yeah. Well, people are commenting on how, how good your skin looks. And that's, I think, because you don't eat dairy and, and you probably don't eat a lot of junk if you eat any. Yeah, that's yeah. also partially because of the Zoom. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the beauty um, but, but yeah, um, eating, eating healthy, um, I know, I know that avoiding unsaturated, uh, avoiding saturated fats, not unsaturated fats, saturated fats helps with your skin quite a bit. Um, so yeah, that I, I could imagine that um, good, the good food that we eat uh, is a contribution to that. That and the Cetaphil cleanser. I use yeah. a Cetaphil cleanser. <laughs> so uh, uh, 
Sophia, it looks like you have a friend watching named Stelina. She says, Sophia is such a wonderful friend and we're all really lucky to have her in the EEP program. She's super oh smart and has a great sense of humor. Hi, oh, Stelina. No. <laughs> hey, how does she find this? I don't know. She's, she, hi, Stelina. Well, it's great to see you here. It's great that you're supporting me here. I really like that. I can't wait to see you later. <laughs> I can't wait to call you later. But yeah. People are commenting how wonderful it was that your parents gave you a sense of purpose because it's such a wonderful value to instill. So you took the SATs at 10. You scored in the 90th percentile. I didn't. H how'd you do that? <laughs> what was yeah, that like? It was an interesting experience. You know, I'm not lying. It's, it's we definitely scary. studied pretty hard for it. Yeah, we studied really hard for it in the time that we had. And I think the main thing that helped us was, again, our parents, you know, I've got to attribute a lot of success to our parents. Um, and, and one thing that um, um, uh, uh, I remember was uh, one week before I was taking my test. This is before Sophie took hers. But one week before I was taking, we went to the venue where the actual thing was happening. And my dad was like, um, uh, my dad was like, oh yeah, I remember. My dad was like, you're done. You took the test, congratulations. I was so confused. I'm like, what are you talking about? It's in one week. And then he quoted Aerosmith. Um, what was what was it? It was uh it's not about the oh yeah, it's not about it's not about the destination, it's about the journey. And I was like, who's Aerosmith? Um yeah, I didn't know like 10 years old. You didn't know I was like yeah, I was pretty young. So um, but that helped me relieve my anxiety a lot because once I understood what that meant, I was like, okay, whatever happens, happens at this point. At least I studied for it, I know I'm prepared. And that helped me relieve my anxiety basically completely. So, yeah. Not, I mean, not completely. I mean, there's uh, the crying and the existential angst and the blood coming out of your eyes. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a I'm bit kidding. of an exaggeration. But, yeah. It, yeah. Not completely, but there is no blood coming out of the have eye. You, have you guys ever thought about going on Teen Jeopardy? Teen Jeopardy. Oh. Um, by the way, that's in Teen Alex Quebec. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, I haven't thought about that. But yeah, that seems like. That, that sounds like, interesting. It sounds fun. You could probably get on Adult Jeopardy based on your your smarts, <laughs> but I think based on your age, I mean, they do have that tournament every year. You should really check it out. Wouldn't that be sounds, amazing? That, that sounds fun because every now and then we'll put on the TV and we'll see Jeopardy and like we'll compete and try to see who gets the most answers correct. I'm not too bad at it. I'm not gonna yeah, she, yeah. She, 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 I, I love Jeopardy. I play every morning with Alexa, but I think you guys would would crush it on that show. So Lori says, "What service projects do you like to do?" Ooh service project oh well before covid before the whole covid thing uh every thanksgiving almost every thanksgiving we used to go to homeless shelters and we used to like help out there and volunteer that was a really nice that thing. was a great experience yeah. yeah um and uh we also help out with our parents at the hospital a, a lot of the times as well so yeah um that again continuing off of what sophie was saying earlier about purpose these are the kind of things that we did which kind of helped us you know go in that direction of wanting to help people, so. That's yeah. amazing. So Tracy says, have either of you been tempted to try non-vegan foods like pizza, cake, or ice cream, especially when you were younger? Not really. I mean, no, like, I mean, I can I can see why people would, would want to, but um, when you have mom, have when you have mom who's that good at cooking, it's, it, it kind of helps it, it helps ease that. Um, but also at the, at the end of the day, like, when when you know why you're doing it when you know why you're not eating those things um 
it's it's not there's not really a reason to go back even if you do feel those cravings so. and honestly if you are feeling those cravings that's okay because it does it depends on like where you are in the transition because some uh plant-based people would not feel those things they would be disgusted by those things but others i mean you know they would miss it you can because it's kind of a part it would be part of your life but you know the important thing is that you're just trying it out you're just trying to be plant-based you're working towards it so yeah and if you know why you're doing it and you remember why even when you feel those cravings then just keep going forward yeah great so people are asking what book the tofu scramble recipe is is that in the new upcoming book of your folks Yes. I believe so. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's great. You guys are in for some Terrific. really good food. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Yeah, the recipes look beautiful. I was telling your mom that the two that I really wanted to try right away, there was a cauliflower pizza and there was a cauliflower, herb cauliflower rice that, that, that stuck out and that I wanted to try as soon as possible. So Selena says, you got to tell me what EEP stands for because I don't know. She says, what are your favorite aspects of the EEP program? Have you discovered or learned anything that has made your time at EEP more fulfilling? Perhaps discovering a new musical artist. I know Sophie has discovered an interest in Alex Smitherman or maybe learning something that has changed your life for the better. So I don't know what any of this means. Um, right. Well, early first, entrance, yeah. first of all, early entrance program, stand, uh, sorry, EEP stands for early entrance program. Second of all, yeah, Alex so- Smitherman is an inside, no, Alex Smitherman exists, but secretly he's an inside joke between me and my friend. Don't tell anyone. It's just, it's between me and you and the viewers. So that's an inside joke. But uh, I feel like um, early entrance program has helped a lot in regards to not only socialization and finding friends where you can make inside jokes like that, but also it's given me a greater insight into, well, life in college, I feel. It's giving me a greater, it's kind of preparing me for life outside. Yeah, and it's given us like new responsibilities, which is um, something that is important at this age when we're like starting to become more important parts of the family. So yeah, we feel it definitely helped us, you know, prepare for this moment. Great, so tell me about these two books, how it came to be, what's it like being a published author? All right, so the first one was, the first one was Walk Like an Elephant. I'm going to hold it up, walk like an elephant. And, and thank you so much for signing it for me. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Of course. So and then nice. the second one. Look, they signed it, guys. Isn't this great? And we're going to put a link to Amazon where you can get these books. Yes. Awesome. And then, so that was our first one. And then the second one, this one right here is Super Me. So, yeah, the first one, walk like an you, you can You can explain this yeah. one. So. Uh, walk like an elephant. Uh, we wrote this in, what, 2015, right? So it was, it started off as like this project you know, with our English tutor. And then it just, we, when we wrote it, it was like, this has a lot of potential, right? So we got, eventually in 2015, we started, we published it, right? So this is a book about two kids, Alex and Sophia, us, which seem a little self-centered, but that's okay. We'll ignore that part. Um, it's centered in, it's based in Africa. And it's about these two kids trying to, use science and the scientific method to find a missing baby elephant in Bandila. Yeah. Yeah. So. And uh, it's a really fun story. It Go is. ahead and check it out. I um, highly recommend we had fun. We had, we had a lot of fun making that one because what happened was um, um, it, it started off as a, because we were young when we wrote this. It started off as a project that we were working on with a, one of our online teachers, I think English teachers. And 
we were just working on a project. So it was like writing a story. And slowly we realized this is a really good story. We're, we're finding a missing elephant. So eventually with the help of some people, our parents, we turned it into a full book from like that short, like 10 page essay that we wrote. And it turned into this. We got help with the illustrations. And of course we wanted to emphasize how important science was because science kids. So we included that in our story as well. And hopefully we'll have another book like this eventually, kind of like a second installment in the series, you could say. Yeah. And then the second book, Super Me. This is the one we did more on our own. So like the, we kind of, Silky and I were kind of like the, uh, yeah. we, 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 besides the illustrations, we, we did all of it. And, um, the, illustrations are and the illustrations are really good. But yeah, in this book, we wanted to give kids specifically a guide to um, uh, optimizing their health and becoming the best version of themselves that they can be. And Super Me is actually an acronym. The acronym is not in order. If you read the book, you'll see it's not in order. But the acronym goes S for sleep well. U, understanding the science, that's very important. P, planning, getting smart. Um, e, exercising. Um, R, uh, which is relaxing, so like uh, mindfulness and staying calm. Um, M, in the ME, for mind powers. And finally, E, last but not least, eating healthy food. Yeah, so that's and in that section, eating healthy food, we talk a lot about plant-based diet. Yeah, as you can imagine. Yeah. That is so cool. You must be some of the youngest published authors or certainly in the plant-based <laughs> world. So Jill says, are either of you involved with sports? I know you mentioned ta Taekwondo. Yes, we both do Taekwondo every yeah. Saturday. And um, I like playing basketball, not necessarily on a team or anything, but I play, uh, um, I, I, I 1v1 my dad a lot. Um, uh, I, I, I lost five straight, but I finally redeemed myself yesterday and I beat my dad in a 1v1 in basketball. Um, I also, this against him for the yes, <laughs> I finally won. But yeah, uh, I, we, I also did soccer for a little bit, yeah. but yeah, basketball is my main sport. Sophie does, um, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. There's a little bit of a controversy on whether skating is a sport or not, but I will count it as a sport in this yeah. scenario. She has her skateboard or her longboard. I, right I got there. a longboard recently. My dad got me a longboard. Thank you, dad. That was absolutely incredible. So yeah, uh, I am, I skate. I wouldn't call myself a skater per se, but I skate. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, uh, Heather says, do you ever do anything just, just, to, just to goof off? Yes. Uh, Most of the time. <laughs> I mean, I mean, th th that's such a broad thing because I think like we have an excuse to group. I think we have something that is under the categorization of goofing off every other hour. So, you know, I, yeah. Of the goofing off variety. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so how, how old were you guys when you first learned to read and do algebra and things like that? Were your parents tutoring you at a very young age on some of these? Well, things? they definitely were yeah. tutoring us at a young age. I don't, I don't know the exact age for algebra. I do remember that around two and a half years old, my dad and mom were teaching us how to read. We were I able read, to read yeah. some simple books. Algebra, I'm not exactly sure the age, but math. I was, think I was like, we were like seven or? It's about, yeah. Around but, that age. I don't want to like. Remember. I, I don't yeah. remember exactly, but yeah, algebra, math was like, math is my calling. Like I, I enjoy math quite a bit. So um, that's one of the things that I started early on. Yeah, math is pretty cool. I suck at math and always have. <laughs> so uh, Yeda says, growing up, how did you how did you use your spare time, or was it still the same? Mm, I feel the same. I, I mean, it is pretty much the same. I feel like we our spare time we spend uh, our spare time with our dog a oh, lot. Oh yeah, definitely. with our dog Obi. Come here, my good boy. Yes. 
Yeah, we have a dog. We, we, we a also dog. did a lot of uh, athletic activities then as well. Yes. Um, back then, I did more soccer and oh, of course, music. Um, I don't know if you can see our dog, but here he is. <laughs> oh, he's there's adorable. There's our dog. Um, but yeah, we did. We do a lot of music as well. Yes. Um, I need to fix this camera. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we do. We do music as well. I play piano. Sophie, as you know, you probably already know. She's like. I sing. Because there, there's somebody uh, said you sang at the ACLM conference. Yes. Yeah, I did sing at the ACLM conference. Um, that was a pretty cool experience. experience. Yeah. I mean, it was a little, I was a little nervous in the beginning. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to mm -hmm. sing in front of all these renowned scientists. Uh, what did you sing? What song did you choose? I believe I sang the prayer. With mom. With my mom. Yeah, of course. That was a really good experience. What can't you guys do? Um, I don't know well, a lot, probably. There's probably dance. Yeah, oh my goodness, I cannot dance. Actually, I can't. I take it back. No, I'm kidding. I can't dance. Have you guys ever tutored other kids or mentored other kids? Mm, no, I haven't. Not that I remember, honestly. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, we we have a. I like informally helped out with math a few times. Yeah. Not not not, not formally. Yeah. 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 Not no formal tutoring. I don't know who Stelina is, but I appreciate all the great questions she's asking. <laughs> like this one, what was your most enjoyable class at CSULA? Oh man, um, that's a tough one. Okay, I loved all of the classes. Math was a lot of fun. I liked all the honors classes, English. I feel like I gained something from each class. I especially loved math. Um, Political Wait, science. How do you love math? It's a bunch of numbers. <laughs> it, it's pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty tough. But just once you get to understand it, it's super cool. Um, I like polar coordinates. That's something that I enjoyed. Oh my uh, God. I didn't even know. What, I don't even know what that is. But. I, it's, it's, it's like, I don't know, just understanding something. It's, it's, you can apply it to everyday life or you can kind of imagine it in this alternate dimension. So it's it's just super cool how many different ways you can apply math. I yeah. just, Did you guys ever want to be medical doctors like your parents? Um, Maybe medical school, but I don't know if we're going to become doctors per se. Yeah. Give me I just, that'll be just like for fun, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just medical school for fun. But no, no I feel like yeah. I don't want to become a doctor. I feel like I would. I respect all doctors out there. Thank Especially you. Especially in your these work. times. Yeah, I mean, incredible work. Yeah, definitely. But I wouldn't want to become a doctor. I don't think. That yeah, no. I, 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 I would like to become a doctor. Honestly, um, I, I, um, it's such an amazing field, and medicine in general is an amazing field. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like um, the field that I'm currently studying, computer science. Could be very could potentially be very interconnected with that field with medicine so well no, and, and sophie fact, you I, said you like robotics you could be a neurosurgeon attaching all the limbs and stuff in fact that's, that's what she said it's, yeah it's biomedical, biomedical engineering applying it to medical practices yeah. so i feel like yeah those i feel like both of our fields kind of intertwine with medicine yeah wow because it's, it's such an important field i mean it's health yeah. Yeah. Uh, Suzanne says, do you guys have to do any chores at home or you're just too uh, above that? You, there's something. No, no. You know, cleaning. Taking care of the dog, taking the trash out, washing the dishes, washing the clothes, um, uh, vacuum cleaning, you know, all, all of that stuff. We yeah. still have to do. We have wow. a whole, we have, we have a whole. 
have a list yeah. Stuff to do. Yeah. well we have two questions related to sugar or to, to sugary foods kathleen asks what's your favorite dessert food and melanie says any advice for teens who are giving up sugar oh i see favorite, favorite uh, dessert um key lime pie i feel like key lime pie is yeah it's a classic a yeah um, muffins you know breakfast muffins stuff like oh that. that's it the banana bread the banana oh, bread. The is banana my bread. That's, that's my favorite a good dessert answer. by far. That's by definitely a good answer. Um, I yes. love the banana bread um, that my mom makes. She makes it without sugar, actually. Um, I believe what is it? Uh, or monk I guess food or monk something? fruit is. I, think, is a I don't know. Bread. Either monk fruit or uh, or just, just bananas. the bananas themselves. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that's my favorite dessert. And then for the second question, what teens helping to reduce uh, uh, sugar? It depends on where you're at, of course. Like um, personally. Um, I have, I have a sweet tooth. I, I love sugar. But um, yeah. the way you do it is um, you, you decrease it in increments. Um, you, you take steps uh, one at a time, removing the things that's easiest to remove at the time. Um, and, and, and while you're removing it, you swap it with things that, yeah. that, that um, provide the same enjoyment for you. So for example, like, um, let's, say, let's say, for example, you're trying to reduce the amount of sugar you, have, you want. But your least favorite dessert is I don't know who would say this, but just for the sake of example, your least favorite dessert is ice cream. Um, the first thing you would do is remove ice cream and maybe replace it with smoothies. And that's, and that, and that's your first step. And or you, frozen smoothies. Or frozen yeah. smoothies, exactly. And you continuously take those steps until you're pretty much done and you've made the transition. Yeah. Nice. I think you have another friend or fan on named Jason Chen. Oh my goodness. Yes, that's my friend. Yeah, because I said Alex wrote something about smithereen. I, I, my, my, uh, my chat just jumped, but uh, so that's nice. You have, oh, this is a fun question from Melanie. Would either of you like to travel into space? Yes, 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 yes. Why? Do you have, yes, a, please. Do you have a, a rocket? Do you know someone who has a rocket? Yes. I would, I would definitely like to travel in space. No, I actually not. wanted to be an astronaut previously. And honestly, still that do. still kind of interests me. No, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, if, if given the option to go to space, they probably would accept it. No, astronomy is still one of my favorite fields. Um, we went mm -hmm. to um, uh, the, the JPL lab recently, I think, well, no, before COVID, about a year ago. And it was one of the most amazing experiences of our lives. It was unbelievable. But yeah, I love space travel. I love the concept of space travel. I love space. I love astronomy. N name anything. I'm interested in it. So yeah, yeah, I would love to go to space. Right. Jason says he's here with Laura as well. And uh, let's see. I, my questions go really, really fast. So I'm going to go look from my list here. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, here's a good one. What do you do when you go someplace when there is no healthy food, like a party or a restaurant back in the days when we used to go to parties and restaurants? Yeah, so this right. is pre-COVID, yeah. Well, Memories. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll all be able to go back to seeing our friends and going back to work and to school pretty soon. Mm -hmm. But um, the way that we did it, at least, first and foremost, you got to stay prepared, like knowing ahead of time when you're going to have to face that challenge and and preparing by eating beforehand healthy things or bringing things along with you that you can eat um, uh, like portable foods. So um, that's the key. And then uh, in the scenario, if you say prepared, you're not gonna have to face a scenario a lot. But if you face a scenario in which you have to, um, you're, you're unexpectedly in a scenario in which you don't have any food, um, you have a few options. One, you could just not eat, but, or if you're in a restaurant per se, 
So you can c- contact the the waiters and help them yeah. put together a meal that is suitable for you. I mean, pe- just don't be afraid to ask. Especially, so, especially. I used to be afraid. Sorry, I used to be afraid to ask the waiters because, like, oh God, they'll think I'm a, a a vegan or something. But you know, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, and especially People are more accepting yeah, now. Yeah, especially in today's society, it's much more accessible to eat vegan foods. People will definitely accommodate for you. So the the key is just staying prepared. Nice. Yada wants to know if you guys ever checked your IQs. Uh, well, uh, not, I don't think, I know. I don't think we ever checked our IQs. Might, might have for school or something, but we never found out. No. Wow. That's so cool. So what do you think about all the junk food that's out there? Not, not regular junk food, but now vegan junk food. You know, I've been vegan for 43 and a half years and we didn't have, you know, beyond impossible yeah. things back then. It wasn't a choice, but what do you think of those? I mean, we're, 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 we're guilty of it at times, but um, uh, the, the thing is, uh, it, again, um, um, if you're making the transition into a vegan diet, um, obviously, um, a v- vegan junk food is, could be helpful at times. But obviously, if you're, going, if you're going in it for health, that's not ideal. Obviously, there are other reasons you could be vegan for environmental reasons or for the purposes of animal rights. Um, so, so it really depends, um, on where you're at in your transition towards veganism. Yeah. Yeah, It it definitely depends on where you are in your transition, because if you are still having trouble letting go of like sugar, sweets, or, you know, fat, fatty stuff like that, I don't know, whatever this junk food is in question, then I feel like (laughs) our dog, then I feel like junk uh, plant-based junk foods could be a good transition point and to show you you know there are options in the plant-based world but yeah if you're but still- as far as health we, we know like things like as yeah. you mentioned the impossible burgers they have saturated fats so they're not ideal for health so that's our stance on it basically yeah. you know i don't know who stelina is but i want to hire her for every single broadcast because she's just writing the best questions thank you so much <laughs> she, she writes do you guys see yourself working together in the future your current career paths seem to intertwine quite a bit is she a, is she an adult or a, a child <laughs> she is uh 12 years old yes yeah, oh she's turning 13 uh well she, is she vegan because if she is she can come on the show <laughs> Yeah, I feel, I feel like um, I think we should work. We well, no, we we're should, definitely we going to. Together. We're definitely going to. Whether Obviously, you like it or not. <laughs> no, because because I mean, think uh, when you think about it, we're both in in the engineering and computer science fields, and yeah. we're both mainly interested in medical applications. So there's no doubt we're going to work together, and we we, we somewhat get along right now. Somewhat. So, somewhat. Okay. <laughs> no, so, yeah. uh, we get along in general. But uh, I feel. So yeah, for I sure. feel like we should. We should. For sure, we, we will. Yeah, because we're we're in very similar fields, so and we cool. want to apply it to medicine. So. Well, well, Leah says I'd want these kids as my doctors. You know, if, if you keep going, you could you could actually be a doctor before you're 21. You could actually be a doctor before you're able to drink alcohol. That would be very. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Hopefully, wow. I mean, that that would be an amazing opportunity. Honestly, to be a doctor. So, and there's a question: Do you guys ever like to play games like chess, checkers, puzzles, crosswords, jigsaws, Sudoku, anything like that? Yeah, I'm a huge chess person. I'm not again, as good again, as chess, but almost yeah. the same scenario against my dad. I lost the last five, but I just lost the last, just won the last match, so I finally got my revenge. But yeah, chess. I'm, I'm huge on chess. Um, uh, um, 
Do we play any other like board games like that? No, Scrabble. Yeah, we play. Oh, we play Scrabble a lot. We do play Scrabble. Yeah, but besides that, not really. We play Monopoly. That, do, you, do you ever? Oh, do you ever play words with friends? Because if you are, I'll play with you. Because that's the yeah. one thing I do, and that's because you know I, I had a concussion this year. Your mom actually was my neurologist, and she said that that would actually be good for my brain. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, words, words with friends and Scrabble are pretty similar. So yeah. Yeah, well, it's not, it's a, because it, I know you don't use your phone much, but if you do, I'll play with you guys and I'm sure you're going to kick my butt for sure. Okay. Yeah, we, lo- we love that game. I'm just curious, do you guys have any stress? And if so, how do you manage it? I mean, we do. I mean, especially, you know, whole COVID situation and having classes does take a toll on you at times. But um, again, credit to our parents for helping us out. And one thing that helps you is just knowing why you're doing it. So like, if you're going in a direction, like, and you're doing something that's towards that direction, that helps you. Another thing that helps us is um, more direct things like uh, meditation and, uh, and, and um, breathing. Uh, I feel like, yeah, mindfulness is being, yeah, but being mindful, mindful, mindful meditation. It's kind of, I'm not going to lie. I'm, not, I'm just going to be honest here. It's kind of awkward in the beginning. Because you're just sitting there and doing nothing. Yeah. And you think, what am I doing? But, you know, eventually, eventually, as time goes on, you get better at it. And it's almost like you can control your stress. Yeah. It's like you can, it's all like you can just remove it from your body. It's crazy. But so yeah, med- meditation is definitely helpful with stress. Exercise is helpful with stress. Um, indirectly. Indi- more indirectly. But yeah, uh, we do some uh, biking a lot. So uh, that helps re- relieve our stress exercises on youtube if you don't have access to stuff like that honestly yeah just you can exercise anywhere anytime it's yeah um another thing just being organized managing time yeah yeah i mean i got my study planners everywhere (laughs) study planners are helpful um you know setting to-do lists and just understanding you know everything's gonna be fine so i feel that just organization is helpful a lot when it comes to stress. Do you ever hang out with non-vegan friends and ever feel deprived that they're eating whatever they're eating? No. No, I actually have plant-based friends. I have a vegan friend and a few of my friends are vegetarian. Yeah. So, but I mean, even, even when, when yeah, I am hanging out with non-vegan friends, yeah, I don't absolutely. feel deprived. Again, saying, they, understand. saying they, they understand, that, uh, obviously, and saying prepared for the scenarios in which you have to go out with them or go to a restaurant. Yeah, don't, I don't necessarily feel deprived at all. Yeah, there's no deprivation. There's a, a, a lot of understanding nowadays. I used to feel like, like especially in the past, you it was know, awkward. it was awkward. But honestly, nowadays, it's just, it's so easy. They even understand. They even eat some vegan foods. They, it's just a very welcoming space so i'm glad about that does is it hard being smarter than most of your peers um i don't know about that uh i don't uh, yeah i feel like i feel like i'm not smarter than most of my peers a lot of my peers outsmart me yeah and 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 it really humbles you when you lose a game of chess so yeah. yeah Yeah. Here's a good question from Vegan Trucker Lady. Any suggestions on how to get my non-vegan seven-year-old to eat more vegetables? Ooh, good question. Okay. Um, you want to answer this one? I feel like, okay. So fruits and vegetables. I feel like as in regards to fruits, not veg- oh. not as mu- not vegetables. I don't know about- After you're done. Yeah. Smoothies. Smoothies could help. 
Um, I don't know about vegetables because like incorporating, well, actually spinach, yeah. stuff like that. Here's a great way that you can do it. So one thing that, one thing that um, mom does a lot is like, um, I hate two vegetables. I'm going to be honest. Tomatoes and peas. I despise those vegetables. But here's, but, but, but my mom did a thing. Um, she made, <laughs> uh, she made a split pea soup and she made a tomato soup. And those two are some of my favorite meals. So one thing that you can really do to help your kids enjoy vegetables is by flipping it. Because sometimes the only reason that you don't like a vegetable, you don't like a meal is because it's not prepared right. It's, it's not prepared right. Or there's like a texture that's off or a flavor that's off. Mm -hmm. So all you have to do is just flip it slightly. Maybe if the flavor is off, you add like spices to it. Or if the texture is off, you blend it or like stir fry it or make a soup out of it. I don't know. That's just that, that that's that just helped me consistently whenever I didn't like a vegetable or something. Just like flipping its use helped it a lot. And at the end of the day, you're still getting its benefit. I used to not like Health mushrooms. Wise. Yeah. I used to not like mushrooms. Which I don't then, understand at all. I honestly, yeah. I then my mom made the portobello mushroom pizza and that it was the hatred for mushrooms was gone. Yeah, I so never saw it again. Just shifting the way you use vegetables. Yeah. That helped. Nice. So it, which, uh, I'm just curious, like, are, are your parents different in the way they, I guess, either discipline you like is one more lenient. So if you ask one and they say no, can you go to the other one? And which one is, which I, I'm going to guess in my head and write it down, which one is easier to get what I'm going to, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> which parent is more lenient? To be honest, both of them are kind of on the same page. Yeah. They're kind of on the same page gonna... in regards to that stuff. Like they, like I can't, I can't get away with that stuff to be honest. It's sad, but I can't. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. So um, there's not one that's a little bit more of a pushover. I wrote down what I who I thought it was, but no, 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 no. But here's the thing: like they will, be, they they will, sorry, so they will be different at different times. Though. But overall, they'll be like the same. Yeah, my dad will. Uh, yeah, when we're going. Jokes when, a lot. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when we're outside in the public, my dad will be uh, making a lot of jokes. Yeah. Yes. Many, many, many jokes. Yes. Nice. Here's a really fun question that could you could ask any guest. I love this question, Melanie. If you could invite anyone from dinner, anyone to dinner from any time period, who would it be? Well, this is a tough question. That's How about really Einstein. It's a good answer. Einstein. I'm trying to think. No. Einstein would be a good answer. I mean. Well, because you're the science kids. Yeah. Bill, how about Bill Nye? Bill Nye's the science guy. Bill Nye's the science guy. That's a good answer. I think I agree with that one. I think I think um, Bill Nye's the science guy. I gotta. I really gotta think about this one. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson. I guess that's Neil a good DeGrasse one. Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson would be a great one. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, any really any like prominent scientist would be a great person to invite. Um, What's his, what's, I'm, try, I'm trying to think. Einstein, I feel like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I, I to, was Neil deGrasse Tyson or Einstein. Those were the great, those were great answers. Um, yeah, that's pretty, that's, those, those are my answers. Yeah. I, ca I can't think of anyone else that would be as good as those. Or, or Michael Faraday. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. All right, that's great. Thank you. But then I realized no, no, that might not that be a good person. idea. <laughs> I thought no, you were might... gonna say, I thought you guys were gonna say Stalina. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's something that we could have done regardless. Yes, I will. I'm going to invite you over to dinner soon, so it's okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. So let's see. Oh, uh, Jill says, do you get an allowance and are you investing it? 
Um, not yet. Hopefully soon though. Yeah, uh, we do not get an uh, allowance yet, but I'll ask my parents. Guys, <laughs> can we get an allowance now, please? I'll take that idea. Yeah. My dad, my dad from the other room just gave the thumbs down. <laughs> no. Oh, that's hilarious. So, so I, you're probably too young to date, I'm guessing, but would either of you date a non-vegan? Um, at this point, I wouldn't really date anyone, I but know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, there's a lot more, a lot of circumstances. I haven't really thought about that. Yeah. Okay, well, we can skip that one over. Kenny, well, obviously, there's a lot of restaurants aren't open for business right now, but I believe you guys live in Southern California. So what is or was your favorite restaurant? Oh, there's one. Um, I don't know, but um, you have a oh, the spot. Oh, yes. The spot. Okay, so the spot is a, is a store, is a store and it's on, um, it's a restaurant that's on, it's a vegan restaurant. That's on Hermosa and Second Street. They have vegan options. It's very good. It's one of the best restaurants I've ever been to. It is. So I've, been, I've been there. It's very good. It's incredible. Yeah. They have really that's, good enchiladas, vegan enchiladas. That's good. So you guys have an Instagram page. It's called the Science Kid. Science what Kid. What does it represent? Why are you guys so passionate about science? Yeah. So we, we love. We're very passionate about science. Um, yeah, I feel like science is something we're very passionate about. Um, I mean, we're passionate about a lot of things, science, health, uh, the, environment, the environment, animal rights, definitely. Um, and I feel like we try to discuss all that in, uh, during, in the science kids. And, and we, we feel yeah. like, sorry, in our motto, our motto literally is science. At the is, end of each of our videos, we say this. Yeah, science is everywhere and in everything. Yeah. Because we believe that science, if science is everywhere and in everything, science can solve most of the world's problems. Yeah, and, and, and the, the reason why science is so important is because when you think about a problem that you have, um, there's like a lot of people say that well, people, people act like science is all the answers. Not necessarily, maybe it doesn't, but the reason why we're so, we think science is so important is because it's not like a thing, it's a method of finding answers and it is the best method we have and probably the best method that anyone will ever have because it's a process that can test things and, it, and, it, and once you test them, you can apply alternatives and find solutions to the problems that you have. Mm -hmm. So the, we really preach science and its importance because it can provide solutions to so many of the world's problems. And if everyone rallies around that, who knows the things that we can do as humanity? Well, I, a science I like, it's just the math, math isn't science, is it? Because I don't like math, but I do like science. Like, have you ever been to the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago? Uh, in Chicago? We because we, we, we went, when we went to Chicago we saw it we we, we didn't go there we we did go to um a uh, uh, Smithsonian at Washington D.C. in the Smithsonian yeah. Museum and that that was amazing. Heather says, at what age will you have to change your name to the Science Adults? Science Ooh. Adults? No, well, well, here's the thing. Maybe like twenty seven years old. Here's the thing. Maybe at some point we won't be the science kids, but well, but yeah. forever. Our viewers will be the science kids because we because we're constantly preaching and we'll always be committed to spreading the message of science to the kids because the kids are the future and they are the ones that are going to be adopting the principles of science and changing the world in the future. Yeah, we aren't necessarily the science kids, but we want to preach the message yeah. of science. In fact, when you see our name, the science kids, that's kind of like uh, upon first sight, you see like, oh, they're we the science the kids. Science. But no, you're the science kids. If you're watching it, you're a science kid. Yeah. Even if you're not a kid, you are officially a science kid. Yeah, you are yes. a science kid. 
so and there's a couple of questions. If you guys get sick often or if you get a cold, does it last a long time? No, I used to actually. And that's, and that's something that um, uh, uh, was uh, kind of interesting that kind of, you can see like directly how my diet affected it because before we were fully vegan and we were just vegetarian, I used to get sick all the time. I basically, I mean, I basically had asthma. Um, um, I, I, would, I would be on um, taking uh, medicine, uh, medicine um, for coughing and for sickness like every other week. And I would be ex in, in a lot of like trouble breathing. But as soon as we went vegan, I haven't been sick in a long time. Yeah. So it's uh, not, not anymore. At least. Yeah. Yeah. So and I don't really get sick, actually. I do not have the same problems that Alex had. But um, yeah, I really haven't. I really haven't gotten sick that often. It's like what le once a year, maybe or less even. I don't know. I rarely get sick, so that's good. Nice. So in the show notes, we have everything: the links to your Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Amazon, the books. How can people support you? Follow you? What would you like? Yeah. So please. Subscribe to us on YouTube. That's where we post all of our videos and you'll see it there first. We make content for everyone of all ages and of all topics, trying to spread the word to science. Also follow us on our Instagram and uh, like our Facebook page. Um, we share all of our content there and we have some extra content where Sophie makes some cool science posts every other day, teaching like a cool factoid. So yeah, please check out, check out our social media pages. Um, we want to spread the word. Yes. Well, thank you guys. You guys are just, I, I, I don't know, adorable maybe an insult because you go to college, but you guys are amazing. It was just such a pleasure getting to know you. And I really meant it. If grandma will come on and cook something, people want to see her. Awesome. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank and thank you. you for this opportunity for inviting us on here. Thank you. Oh, are you kidding? It was, the pleasure was all mine. And thanks everybody for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow when Marlene Tara Watson is going to be making a magical miso soup. Thanks again, science kids. Take care. Have a good one.